Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Hello, everyone. We are back for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. Today, I have Dr. Michael Springer here with me. Thank you so much for being here. Love to be here. I know we're all so excited to hear all about Dr. Springer, and let's just go ahead and start from the beginning. Why and when did you get started in medicine, Dr. Springer? Well, Kaylee, I, uh, I, it started back with my uh, my granddad. He um, lived in Houma, Louisiana, which is about 60 miles away from New Orleans, where I grew up, and uh, he was a physician there, and he's a family practice doctor there, and actually started the... Uh, a hospital called Terrebo General down in Houma, Louisiana. And uh, anyway, when I'd go visit him, he, uh, you could tell he loved what he did. And you could tell when we went out to various places that uh, the people that he knew and his patients were um, very, um, you could tell they, that they loved him like he loved them. And, um, and it, it, you could tell it was a very rewarding um, occupation that he was in. And he was a kind, caring compassionate guy and um to be able to help people to be able to um love your patients like they love you and to be well respected in the community like he was just put a rubber stamp this is what i wanted to do when i when i uh, grew up so while everybody else is kind of deciding what they wanted to do um going through high school and going through college, I pretty much knew that I, I wanted to be a physician. And, I can, and I, I can thank my granddad for that. Oh, that's so great. He sounds like a wonderful guy. He absolutely was. So tell me a little bit about your background and where you got going. Right. Well, I'm from New Orleans um, and uh, ended up going to um, high school, at Jesuit High School in New Orleans, which is a popular high school there. And then I uh, went to LSU undergraduate. And most people in pre-med at LSU major in zoology. So so that's what I did, and uh, got accepted to LSU Medical School in New Orleans, and went there for four years, and then um, got accepted to uh, do a residency in pediatrics at UAB in Birmingham, and um, spent mm, t- uh, three years there, and in the uh, and then just after that, um, ended up doing an allergy fellowship uh, in Memphis. And um, that was another that was another two years of training. And I guess that's how I ended up here, because um, I was actually planning on going back down to either Birmingham or Baton Rouge to practice. And Dr. Overholt, who had been practicing here for just over 20 years, didn't really have a big pediatric presence in his practice. He um, so, so anyway, he needed he wanted to get somebody who um, had some pediatric background. And so he went to the state program over there in Memphis. I happened to be coming out that year and uh, offered me a job working for him. And it was I didn't know anybody here in this part of the country. Um, but, you know, he's like, hey, come join us. And if, if you like it, you stay. If you don't like it, you feel free to leave. And that was 30 years ago. And I've never left. Wow. So it's worked out well. In fact, when we when I first got here, Dr. Overholt and I were the only two people that were here. And um, at least provider wise, we had like three locations. And gosh, over the past 30 years, um, we have like 40 different locations, 25 or 26 doctors and 40 or so nurse practitioners. So it's really exploded over the last three decades. 
That's amazing. We can just see the growth from the, the very beginning of you and Dr. Overholt. So I would say he was probably your mentor at that time. He, he was. He was. Dr. Overholt uh, has been a big influence in my life. When, when I first got here, you know, I was big hotshot guy coming out of fellowship, like I know everything, and, and, and you really don't know all the ins and outs and how to run a practice and so forth, and uh, he was very helpful with that, you know, and I had a family growing up and, 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 you know, little young ones, and so, you know, he would take more than his share of the call to help with all that, and it was it's always good to have somebody in the, in the office that you can bounce stuff off of if, you know, you're not exactly sure on what to do on certain things, and then as you grow older and meet more people in various areas who are experts in certain areas, then when you run across certain situations, you have people that you can turn to for guidance on, on, on the more complicated issues of our practice. So, yeah, he's been a great mentor. So between my granddad and Dr. Overholt, I, I'm, I'm, I was uh, brought up well. That's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've been here, there, and all over. I have. I have. <laughs> so I have to ask you, why allergy and why immunology? Mm-hmm. Well, when I was in my... Uh, I guess it was my second year of my pediatric residency. I was planning on being a pediatrician. And after about a year of my my uh, pediatric residency, I, I kind of knew I wanted to specialize. And, um, you know, and I looked at various things like cardiology and hemonc and, and pulmonology and various things. And one of my buddies, who's still a really good friend of mine today, in fact, he's president of the College of Allergy right now, said, dude, you ought to go check out allergy. So I said, all right, I'll go check. Cause that wasn't one of our rotations back in our, in our uh, residency. So um, anyway, he, he says, you know, it's a, it's a great field. And, and as I've checked into it more, it's like, you know, we, get, we see a lot of people who have what I would call quality of life issues. You know, nothing that's life-threatening on certain areas of our patients. You know, they just constantly having nasal symptoms and sinus headaches and sinus infections and eye symptoms. And certain times of the year, they're just absolutely miserable. So it's not, those folks aren't necessarily life-threatening, but those are folks that, I, that we can really help. And a majority of those have allergies. And because they have allergies, not only can we help them with medicines, we can cure them with allergy shots. So to be able to make a big difference in those people's lives it w- was, was attractive to me. And in addition to that, there's a lot of uh, variation in uh, in our patients we got a bunch of people with food allergies we have people with fire ant stings we have people with bee sting allergies that can be serious we have oh gosh we have um, uh, immunology which is a whole branch of um, medicine that can become very complicated you know we're uh, we're left as a as a clinical immunologist to identify patients who are having frequent infections and some of them may be so sick that they need bone marrow transplants so well, there's a huge gamut of quality of life all the way to life-threatening things that are all encompassed in in allergy immunology and it was very attractive to me and I'm so happy that I picked it. Great and I think that you've just seen so much over the years there's been so much change in allergy and I know with our AASC allergists they're all board certified. Do you care to tell me a little bit about what a board certified allergist is? Sure so to be a board certified allergist you have to go through either a pediatric or internal medicine three-year training program and to qualify to be in an allergy immunology fellowship. And once you're in a fellowship, which lasts for two years, then you go take an exam to prove you're competent in doing it. And then on top of that, 
each 10 years, you have to go retake exams to prove that you're keeping up with it. They've actually changed it a little bit to where we're not necessarily taking written exams every 10 years now. They've gone to a, a format where you um, read 10 relevant articles and, and um, answer questions about it and then ask answer some basic core questions that you should know the answer to. So it's it's a tedious process, and, and it, it, it means a lot to see a board-certified allergy because you know that they're getting trained well, you know they're up to date with all the recent literature, and you know, in, in comparison to other folks who may just go to a weekend course and decide they want to practice allergy. Well, thank you so much for just kind of going more in depth about that. So we've heard all about your background and all the things with you in the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center. Let's hear about what you like to do for fun. Where can we find you when you're not at the office? Yeah, well, I love sports. Always have loved sports. And uh, as we've gotten older, I can't do all the sports that I used to do, but I can still play golf. And uh, so that's one of my main passions right now is you get to go out, be outside, be with your buddies, play a sport that you really can't conquer. You can try as hard as you want, and you can try to get as good as you can, but even if you're good, you always want to get better. And so it's a, it's a, it's a chase to, to be as good as you can, and that, that, that attracts me. Um, what other things I like to do? I love, I love LSU sports. I grew up on LSU sports. Go to just about every LSU football game over the last 30 years. I probably missed, gosh, less than 10 football games in the last 30 years. We go down there every week, and so – some of my kids grew up on uh, LSU football, and so they decided they wanted to go to school down there. So now I even have grandkids down there. That gives me even more reason to spend time down there. So, so, so besides golf and traveling to LSU sports, um, wife and I like to FaceTime the kids. Yeah, it's, uh, grandkids, and uh, we have two grandkids down in uh, Baton Rouge. Love, love that. We, that's one of the things we look forward to every day. And uh, we also like to take family trips together with the children and the grandchildren. And we tend to go to uh, St. John Virgin Islands once a year, and uh, it's a really good place. In fact, my wife loves it because they don't have a golf course on the island. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't have any distractions. I can just yeah. <laughs> relax with the family. So, um, so anyway, those, those are some of the things. Uh, I guess. The other thing we do is we've got uh, our Wednesday evening Bible study and, uh, and, our, uh, and, and our family with that that, yeah. that, that that we're involved with. So that's pretty much what I'm doing when I'm not at the office. That's you in a nutshell. That is. <laughs> well, Mardi Gras just got wrapped up. We were talking earlier all about how you were down there this past week. So yeah. I hear you were in a parade. Yeah. So, so um, I, yes, I ride in uh, Cru d'Etat. Uh, so each year I ride in a Mardi Gras parade. Um, it's kind of interesting because a lot of the professionals down there uh, uh, are all members of a crew and uh, it's a way to get together with some friends and uh, and 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 help the community you go purchase some stuff that you throw off the floats and if you've never done it before it's a unique experience and uh, really something that that we enjoy doing and uh, so I enjoy getting back and seeing a bunch of my folks who I grew up with and uh, and also be able to uh, just have fun at Mardi Gras and it's good, I'm sure, to see all those familiar faces because it sounds like you kind of have one life in Louisiana and then you're also here in Tennessee. I do, I do. And every everybody down there is like, hey, when are you coming back? I said, oh, no, I love Tennessee. I really enjoy living here. It's a wonderful place to raise raise a family. It's a wonderful, I met wonderful friends and just enjoy everything I do here. So, so it's nice that when I could get back down to see those folks. So it's a very nice mixture that, that, uh, 
that that's working out well for me. I have to ask you, do you keep the cuisine going here in Tennessee? <laughs> well, I tell you, I, that, that's what's t- I mean, people ask me all the time, what, what do I miss most about Louisiana? And I miss the culture and I miss the food. Yeah. So the, the people down there have such a laissez-faire, good-hearted attitude uh, and don't really aren't really um, worried about a whole bunch of stuff so I enjoyed meeting seeing those people down there and I really miss the food down there I put on some weight every time I go back every time I go back down there it's definitely some good food I love some shrimp gumbo yes Dr. Springer, thank you so much for being here today. And we've gotten to hear just exactly who you are. So thank you so much. Um, If you want to schedule an appointment with Dr. Springer, he is present in Farragut, Maryville, North Shore, and he also has a presence in Morristown and Emory Road, our PAL office. So you can go on allergyasc.com and go ahead and get your appointment scheduled. Thanks, Dr. Springer. Very good seeing you, Kaylee. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast, and remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.